How to develop effective habits in your business and in your life is the topic for today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello and welcome to the Champion Hustle Podcast. This is episode number 27. My name is Ryan Black. And my name is Levi Hunsaker. And welcome out to today's episode. Levi, how you doing? Doing great, buddy. This topic right here is I'm excited about because it's a, a great way to consistently implement improvements into your life. And your let's face it, if you are an entrepreneur, sometimes a lot of your life is your business too. So it, it yeah. just covers everything. I would like to uh, point out that today is officially hat day. We are both wearing hats. <laughs> That was not pre. Uh, that was not pre-planned, but hey, it works. I, I need my COVID cut going on right now. <laughs> That's getting way too long. Well, thank you for sparing uh, for sparing me and sparing uh, any of our viewers that watch the uh, videos. By the way, guys, you know the videos for these. Uh, as you know, the audio uh, format of this podcast is available pretty much on everywhere on planet Earth. Any of the. Uh, <laughs> places levi does a great job at getting getting this uh, show out to all the different platforms uh, but if you prefer to watch the video version then we have that available uh let's see we have it on youtube it's on facebook it's on instagram and i believe those are the places we are currently right with yep. the video that's okay. that's where we're at right now okay. hey there, there may be more to come we're not going to be limited because uh we want to serve you our listeners yeah. Well, and, and guys, for the full layout of where all the places are that you can subscribe to the show, simply go to our website, championhustle.com. And uh, you'll see there, there's all the links. So you can find whatever the uh, directory or platform of your choice is. Go ahead and get subscribed there. And uh, while you're there, what should they do while they're on our site, Levi? Well, conveniently located right on the front page of our site is where you can get your free Champion Hustle Quick Start Boot Camp to be able to help you get moving in your business. Lots of, a full seven days, they'll be coming to you in your email each day, training and uh, supporting documents to help you take action in your business. So go check that out, completely free. We did this for you, with you in mind on helping you be successful in getting your business scaled to the next level, whatever that level may be for you. Think of it like an end of the year gift from us to you. And, uh, you know, the, one of the things that, that we cover in that, uh, you know, in that boot camp is we, or, or one of our goals, right, is to enable you guys to be able to create some new habits, create some new habits, because that will empower you with your goals and with your, what, what you're trying to accomplish in your business. And that just happens to be the topic of what we're covering today, creating effective habits and how to change those in your life. Yep, and that word right there was chosen intentionally because, hey, let's face it, words mean things. Yes. Now, if we talk to ourselves in a way that we say habits are good or habits are bad, which I'm sure we've all heard before. I, before I started learning more about this and, and the language that we talk to ourselves in and, and basically how we program our subconscious mind which is operating much more frequently than our conscious mind. And sometimes for me, that's more often 
than other times, but uh, <laughs> I, I digress on that. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, I've been learning about NLP, neuro linguistic programming. We had Ali Salazar on the program a, a few weeks ago, and um, you know it it's just about really speaking to ourselves in a way that's going to help us progress instead of uh, help us carve deeper grooves to, to be stuck in our ruts. And so when we say good or bad, well, that's making a judgment. That's saying that, you know, whatever is good or bad. Instead, what if we say effective or ineffective? Like if I have a goal to be 300 pounds, I could eat 50 cheeseburgers every day and that would be an effective goal or habit to achieve the end goal of being 300 pounds. But if I have a goal of being half that, would that be an effective habit to reaching that goal? Absolutely not. So what we're going to be talking about today is effective versus ineffective, not good or bad. So we want to talk to ourselves about understanding the goal and then understanding how we're going to break that down to have effective habits to help us meet goals. Well, I think I like your uh, your 50 cheeseburger analogy, which uh, <laughs> I haven't eaten lunch yet today, so I really, really appreciate that. McDonald's, here we come. <laughs> but, you know, because the long-lasting, we're talking about long-lasting change, right? Creating lasting change through new and effective habits. And the key there is, is that long-lasting change doesn't come from some massive shift or some big, crazy change that you make. It comes from simple daily consistency. And so, you know, whether you're trying to hit that 300-pound mark or the 150-pound mark, what's going to make the difference is what you do, the small choices that you make consistently day after day, week after week, month after month, in order to start seeing that change in your, in this example, right, your body weight. And so, and that's, I think a lot of times we underestimate the, um, we don't give the credit of what it is that we can accomplish when we have that daily consistency on the smallest little things. And so I know we're going to touch on that a little bit more in today's episode, but, uh, but don't discount that. A lot of times we, you know, as humans, we tend to look for what's the big, grand, crazy thing that we can do when in reality, what you really need to be doing is something simple, something small, daily, not that hard, yet with consistency. And that is what makes all of the difference. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. A lot of people like want to see massive results quickly. Yeah. And even if you have are able to achieve massive results quickly, did you develop the habits that will let you keep it? Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of people rise to success very quickly and then lose it. Well, for example, even even a lottery winner. Now, they were successful in winning the lottery, but they didn't know how to have the correct habits to keep that money. Most lottery winners are bankrupt in what, three three or five years or something like that? Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. They, they had <laughs> this, this massive windfall come in and they just don't know how to manage money yet. And so that, gets taken away from them through mismanagement, through maybe some even sketch people in their life. Um, it's unfortunate, but it's a reality when you have not built the the necessary habits to become the person that continues to have that kind of success moving forward. Yeah. So we don't we don't want to be a one one trick pony here. We want to be able to be able to do it over and over and over again. 
We want to be ponies that can do lots of tricks. Yep. Lots and <laughs> lots of tricks. So um, I, I touched on this as, as we were talking about being effective versus ineffective. And you really want to get into the goal, de- defining your outcome, your results. When we start to focus on being results-oriented, well, now we know what we're shooting for, and we can actually decide, okay, are the behaviors that we're doing effective for the desired result? That's really what it comes down to. Understanding the end goal, the, you know, the result that we're looking for, and then working that backwards to make sure that we're taking the proper actions to be effective in achieving that goal in the time frame that we've set up for ourselves. Right, because when you look at, so you're, I mean, basically you're talking working it backwards, right? Yep. The final outcome, and so then if you take it one step back, um, to use the, the weight gain example, right, or weight loss example, let's say, okay, well, I need to change my body weight by a net 50 pounds, let's say, okay? So that's a big change. Changing your body weight by 50 pounds, that's not something you're going to do overnight. So oh. we, we still are looking at massive changes, but you're simply stepping it back, right? Okay, so I, I'm going to change my body weight by 50 pounds, so, and then that will get me to my goal. But then you've got to continue to break it down, moving backwards into smaller and smaller bite-sized pieces. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Pun intended, baby. Right down to, to bite-sized pieces of saying, okay, if this is what I want to accomplish in, I don't know, a year, right? Okay, so what is it that I need to do on a monthly basis? What is it I need to be then breaking it down further? What do I need to be doing on a weekly basis? What do I need to be doing on a daily basis? What do I need to be doing every meal of the day? How many meals am I eating a day? What do I need to be doing? What am I doing every hour of the day as far as uh, you know, lifestyle and, and how sedentary I'm being? And, uh, you know, water intake and exercise and all these other things, right? So you really break it down to where if you want to accomplish that goal a year from now, it's simply creating some small little basic daily habits that when aggregated together and combined with the hour, daily, weekly, monthly, you'll see this massive shift and massive outcome. But all you did was small daily little activities. Yeah, and I've, I've heard a quote, and I'm probably going to not remember it correctly, and I don't know who said it, but effectively, try to be 1% better today than you were yesterday. Is that a huge shift? I would say even 0.1%. Anything that is moving the needle forward is progress. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's... It's all about heading in the right direction. Sometimes the ship is steered in the completely wrong direction. <laughs> and so the, step one is figuring out how to get that sucker turned around because you are going in the opposite way that you want you to be going. But once you can get it steered around, even if it takes time, that's, you know, that's when, that's when you start to see those results. And it, it really kind of going a little bit deeper on that, you know, anytime we look to make a change in life, Right, whether we're talking life, we're talking business, um, there there is a pain associated with making that change. Making change, making changes, is not something that we necessarily enjoy doing. Right, B- 
because the reason we're doing what we're doing is because it works for us. Maybe it's not really working, but maybe we think it's working or it's we're comfortable. We're comfortable or we perceive it as the least painful. The, the, the point in, in life, in any situation, any given situation where we make the change, where our willpower, for lack of a better term, overpowers the discomfort of making that change is when the pain of staying, staying the same and continuing in your current trajectory is greater than the perceived pain of making a change. I want to repeat that because this is really important, guys. The only time we are going to make a different choice in life is if we feel, truly feel, that the pain of staying the same surpasses the pain of making the change. It's a very simple psychological principle, but it's one that is used by medical, clinical professionals the world over. In, in helping people, I mean, you guys see people that are that go through, you know, addiction recovery programs, alcoholics and drugs and other things, right? You got people who are are trying to you going through marriage counseling and trying to improve the relationship with their spouse. Um, you get people who are focused on building up their businesses, right? It, it's a very simple principle, and once you understand it, that okay, I need to have a higher perceived pain of continuing with what I'm doing versus changing, that is when the change becomes easy. You're, what you're doing is you're brainwashing yourself. But guess what? It works. <laughs> it does work. It, it works. Your brain is a an incredibly powerful thing, and it controls your body if you will allow it to. So, you know, it's, it's one of these things where... Uh, if you're looking at, at making change, creating new habits, improving and, and growing as an individual, it's, it sometimes doesn't seem very easy. It's a simple process because the consistency makes it simple. But it's not an easy process because most of the battle is right here inside your mind. The six yeah. inches between your ears is your battleground for changing habits. And so... You know, if, if it were easy, you know, we'd all be super fit, super healthy, super wealthy, have a lifestyle of luxury and ease. But it's, that's not a fact because yeah. we are a product of our decisions and a product of our habits. Now, we all have a different starting point. So, so that's not to say that, um, that, that we all start from the same place. But we all have the same potential for improvement. And, and I truly believe that. I believe that I believe in people. I believe in people that if they truly want to change, wherever you're starting, um, you have the ability to create in your mind first that change and then take action to make it a reality. Yeah, and I absolutely would second that. I've met so many people, you know, that you say, oh, well, they, they're a victim of their circumstance. And it's true. Not everybody starts in the same spot. But I have met countless people from around, not even just around the country, from around the world who have done, who have started in the worst of circumstances and have, with one thing, this right here with their mind said, you know what? I am going to get, I'm going to produce different results. 
I'm not going to allow my past to define my future. I'm going to do whatever it takes to be able to make it change, to, to effectuate a change. And, um, and they've done it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, really, I, I want to encourage you guys. If you feel like you are being held down by your past, please change your mindset because if you choose today, right now, as you're listening to this, that you are no longer going to be a victim of your circumstances, but to be a victor of your choices, of your decisions, of your actions, you can do what you want. That's your choice. Yeah. Hey, preach, my brother. Preach. <laughs> I love it. No, so, that is so, so true. Seriously. I love what you said. We're, we're going to get deep into these mindset episodes. And, and we hope that you guys take this and, and go do something with it. Don't just listen to it, but actually go see what works for you and put it into practice. And yeah. what we're going to do right now is we're going to help with some practical tips to help you start diving in to putting things into practice. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is I know that, that you have been inspired, Levi, by people that you've met over the years. I've been very inspired. And also, you know, so some of the things that we share with you guys as we go through these episodes come from other people's stories, that people that we know well and that we respect and look up to. And some of yep. it comes from our own experience, right? And things that, that we have experienced firsthand, lessons that we have learned, where we've been able to, you know, learn a principle, apply it, and then benefit from it. So, um, you know, what, whatever you don't try can't help you. So <laughs> we would encourage you to not just hear what the information that we're sharing, but truly reflect on it and apply it. And, uh, and I can tell you, you will see some incredible benefits in your business and in your life if you put it into practice. Yep. And we have a mutual mentor that says, um, try it on like a pair of pants. If they don't fit, take them off and try a different pair. Yep. Exactly. All right, let's get some of these practical tips. All right, let's dive in. What's your first one, Ryan? Okay, so when creating, to create effective habits, one of the first things I recommend you do is, you know, as you're looking at what it is you want to do, you need to prioritize them because there are, you can't do everything at once. And sometimes, no, sometimes, usually, we tend to go on the easy route. So if you're thinking, okay, I've got, you know, maybe five or, or five different things that I really want to work on right now, habits I want to create because I know that, you know, the benefits that those are going to create for me, uh, you know, it, with my my family, with my business, personal life, we're going to tend to go to the one that's easiest first. That might not necessarily be the first habit you should focus on. And so this goes back to being uh, honest with yourself and saying, okay, this is what I want to do, but which one to take it back to uh, Stephen R. Covey, right? And the, uh, I believe it's in the seven habits of highly effective people. I think is when he teaches the, the concept of uh, important, not important, urgent, and not urgent, mm -hmm. right? In, in, in quantifying in those four quadrants, your, uh, you know, your tasks or responsibilities that you're doing during the day. I would say apply that same methodology that Mr. Covey teaches into uh, prioritizing your habits. What are the most important habits and the most urgent habits that you need to change? And everyone's different, but be real with yourself and put those ones first. It's probably not gonna be the easiest one. 
the easiest ones. <laughs> if you're like, oh, I'm making all these great habits and they're not getting you any, giving you any benefit, <laughs> you're kind of just fooling yourself. You're giving yourself busy work. So you think you're doing something awesome, but you're really not going to affect much change. So that would be my first thing is truly be honest with yourself and prioritize those habits because that is what will produce the greatest result for you in the shortest amount of time. Yeah, the, the way that I like to think about that maybe in, in a little bit different terms is when you're talking about priority of your habits, thinking about your end goal in mind, you've got to have that in mind first because without an, any idea of where you're going, how are you going to actually drive to a destination? I mean, you could just wander aimlessly and, you know, people do Run that all the gas. time. <laughs> Run out of gas. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's easy to get burned out when you're not driving to a specific destination. So the way that I like to think about it really comes down to um, impact. What habits are going to have the largest impact towards your goal? And they, that may, like Brian said, that that's probably not going to be the simplest or easiest habit, but when it has the biggest impact, you make more progress up front and, and it also can set you up for success in your other habit changes as you go along that journey. And so some of those really can, can make a big difference. You know, how much time are you spending you know, just binge watching Netflix, Hulu, Prime, whatever, um, right. video games, scroll patrol on Facebook, right? These are stealing your time where you can be more effective towards your goals. And so that's just one example. We're not telling you what is the best solution for you because you've got to do some deep introspection on that. And again, everybody starts in a different place. And so you have to be really honest with yourself. And the next thing to say is you've got to lean into the discomfort. And one of the most uncomfortable things to do is to change your environment. Whoever is surrounding you, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but you are the, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if the five people you spend the most time with are not achieving the results that you are looking for, is that the right environment for you? Um, you know, if you are an alcoholic and you decide, you know what, I'm going to quit. My family deserves better. I deserve better. I'm going to quit drinking and, and make that big change. But you go hang out at a bar every day. What do you think your success rate is going to be? Not good. So yeah. it, it really comes down to sometimes you have to sacrifice things to change your environment, but if you can change your environment into a positive environment towards your result you're looking for, you can actually boost your results by changing the environment. And it's it's an uncomfortable thing to do. And, and especially if the negative environment is close family or friends. Yeah, yeah, it is. The, I love what you shared there. The, the people that you surround yourself with, they will affect you. Either for they will raise you up or they will pull you down <laughs> in many different ways. And, uh, and that has with your, your mindset, your you know, perspective on life, your health, your beliefs, everything. So surround yourself with those people who will lift you up, who 
who will make you a better person, who will stretch you and, and push you to your limit. Because if you're, I mean, if you rank higher on all the scales <laughs> compared to everyone else around you, it's definitely time to upgrade your friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, some people don't like how that sounds. They think that sounds harsh. But um, you're not going to be able to progress and become a better person in life unless you are progressing. And if you're surrounded by people who like staying stagnant or even worse, prefer to go backwards, that's not going to serve you very well. It's, it's not about leaving anyone behind. Mm-mm. I always have an open invitation for anyone to join me on this journey of progression and success and, and growing multiple businesses and, and really designing the lifestyle that I want out of it. I, I encourage people to join me. If they choose not to, that's their decision. Right. So that, that's the way that I look at it. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not about leaving anyone behind. It's this is the journey that I'm on and, and being, having the confidence to stand up for myself and say, this is what I'm doing. And I would love for you to join me. If they choose not to, that's not on you. Yeah, it's their choice. But you're not going to allow your goals and your vision and your journey of what you're working towards to be stifled just because somebody else says, um, I don't know, that sounds kind of hard. Or I would rather do, you know, this other thing or, you know, like you're, you're not going to limit what you're working towards just because other people aren't willing to maybe make the same sacrifices or put out the same effort. Exactly. Okay, um, let's let's uh, let's look at for our next uh, practical tip. I would say working backwards is one that is is really important. Sometimes we are so focused on the here and the now, we don't uh, we need to rewind it a little bit to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success with our new habits. So a case in point, this is a perfect example. Um, let's say that you are focused on, uh, bring it back to the example from before, the uh, 50 pounds. You're saying, okay, for the 50 pounds, part of me being able to accomplish that goal with the 50 pound uh, of losing weight means with my schedule and things, I'm going to need to wake up an hour earlier every single morning so that I can you know, do some push-ups and some sit-ups and hit the treadmill right? To get a little bit of a workout in the morning before I get, you know, go to work or whatever. So if you're going to do that, your habit shouldn't be wake up an hour earlier. Your habit needs to be go to bed an hour earlier the night before. And so that's the habit. You have to work backwards and say, okay, if, if I've been waking up at the same time for years, all of a sudden I'm not going to be able to wake up earlier unless I shift my sleep schedule. So that means the night before, I need to go to bed an hour earlier. So what does that mean? Maybe one less episode of binge watching something on TV before going to bed. Maybe it's uh, you know making some other adjustments in your schedule or what you've got going on. It really is, you know, it's like a like a traffic jam on the freeway, right? You get a couple of cars that slow down and slam on their brakes. It creates a ripple effect that goes back for miles on the freeway where everyone is slowed down. 
it's the same thing. What you do a day or sometimes days or weeks in advance of, of something specific can have a ripple effect to where either for, for, for better or for worse. And so that's why it's so important to work backwards and see, okay, this is what I want to do. And then kind of work it back in your mind and rewind it and figure out how far back do I need to go to where my decisions at that point in time is going to have a ripple effect on me being able to um, implement the new effective habit that I'm working towards tomorrow morning, right? So work backwards. Yeah, and and kind of that work backwards concept, I I first learned about this from our friend Dane. He was doing a training and the way that he talked about it is to go forward into a future date and time when you've you've just achieved the result you were looking for. Yeah. And you're going to you're going to cement that result in your mind by starting to you know visualize and cement in your subconscious mind what, you know, how to how are you feeling? What what were you doing right before this? What are you seeing? How what are you smelling like get your five senses involved because now you're creating effectively a memory of something that hasn't even happened yet, except it's happening to you in that moment. And you can create a recall of that. And I most recently learned about that again in, in this NLP course that I'm taking. And I mean, that's probably where Dane got it from too. Um, but it is very powerful, but the key there is you've now just achieved that result and you're going to start asking yourself, well, what would the, person that I am now that just got this result, what would they do? Yeah. What would they do next? And, and you're, you know, you're working it backwards. You, you might have to say, you know, it's a year in advance. I'm going to break it down. What does that look like in six months? What does that look like in three months? What does that look like each month for those first three months? And, it, and then start breaking it down weekly, daily, but getting very clear on what actions you're going to take. And sometimes that means you're going to be doing some setup up front and then the real progress or or what you believe is the progress work is going to start happening after you've gotten things in order. You've gotten organized, you've gotten refocused. So that's huge. Um, I I love that concept of working backwards because it's a great way to do that. Now, the last tip that I want to mention today, um, I actually learned about in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it's, it's called Habit Stacking. The idea is that creating an effective habit change helps to insert small changes into existing habits. So maybe you're, you're going throughout your day and you want, we'll go, we'll go back to the, the health example. Maybe you're not exercising right now. Maybe you woke up and instead of you know grabbing your phone first thing in the morning you're going to get up and go exercise for 30 minutes or 15 minutes whatever that is you get to decide you're in control here but you're going to do that and then the reward is that thing that you would normally do like grab your phone and get on social media so you've now just said i don't get to get on social media which is the reward and there are real studies go check them out about the dopamine effects of social media. Like it, it feeds these dopamine effects in our bodies that we actually crave. Yep. And so may, maybe if that's a, a habit, you insert 
your good habit, your good action, before you get your reward. And now you've changed a habit. And you get to do this repeatedly until you get to the result that you want to do. So you're, you're actually stacking habits and putting one change, one change into a successful habit stack where you will still get your same reward, but you've got to take the, the new effective action that you want to be taking. And so that's a great way to make small tweaks and small changes without trying to change the world at once. Because if you try to change too many things at the same time, um, being completely successful at that or sticking with it long-term is much more difficult. It can be done, but it's way more difficult. So be focused on those little changes, habit stacking, insert more effective actions for the goal that you're looking for and still keep your reward. See, just keep it simple. Keep it simple. simple. And so I think, uh, so, so just to rewind real quick in summary, we got prioritize your habits, change your environment, work backwards and stack those habits like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) that's right right yeah cool well so i think i think we're just about at at the top of the hour we're just about time yeah i i hope that 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 wraps up kind of what we wanted to cover today i hope that you guys can take this and review it just like we talked about review the feedback consider this your feedback we don't know you but we still want you to be successful. So consider this your feedback. Get into these habits, review, analyze, make some changes, reevaluate performance, and just keep going through that cycle. Yeah. And let's let's all go make 2021 the best year ever. We want to wish you guys a happy new year and yes. the success that you're looking for in 2021. Absolutely. And we just want to thank you, right? In 2020, we launched this podcast and this is now right episode 27 and yep. uh, continuing to grow, grow strong. And so we just wanted to thank you guys. We really appreciate uh, your support because without you, uh, you know, listening to the episodes and, and telling family and friends about it, this, uh, what we do wouldn't be possible. So we're really, we appreciate your support and uh, continued feedback and in what it is that we're doing, we look forward to continuing what we've created up to this point in the new year, as well as adding some new cool things, right? We all got ideas and things that were kind of percolating um, yep. there in the background. And so uh, I'm, I know in 2021, we're going to have some additional cool things that we come out with. But um, at least for now, we, we appreciate you being a, an early adopter, as it were, if, uh, if you're listening to this in 2020 and uh, jumping on the board with us. And, uh, and supporting the show. So we really do appreciate it. And we do wish you the best in, in this upcoming year. And if there's anything we can do to, to support you in your business, just reach out. We're happy to help. Yep. So with that said, what we're going to start off with fresh in the new year is we're going to be talking about nurturing your most productive business relationships. It's going to be so, a good one. Yep. I'm excited about that topic. It's it's uh yeah i don't want to give away too much see i'm already like wanting to just have word vomit and and get going (laughs) next next week you gotta wait until the calendar changes (laughs) you can't do it yet that's right cool guys 
Well, thanks again. Thanks, Levi. This was a good one. And uh, Happy New Year again, guys. We will see you next week. Yep. And remember, jump into the website at championhustle.com. Get access to your free seven-day boot camp. And let's, let's go make this a productive year. Amen. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com. Mm-hmm.